0: Via satellite. Live from LA. Australia's biggest nightly countdown is the Hit 30. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm Alex. I'm Drew. And we are the Chainsmokers. Hey,
1: it's Megan Trainor. Hey, I'm
0: Christian. Hey, I'm Linus. And we are Galantis. Justin Timberlake. I can't
1: stop them. I can't stop them. I, stop them. I can see but you. Hi, this is Talon Hottis. Hey, this is Rian. Re- is what you came for. Whatever your social, use the hashtag Hit30 to get
0: your favourite song to number one. Angus and Emma, the mics are on. Let's go!
2: Two bits of good news to pass on to everybody. We have left Las Vegas. My heart and my soul have died, and so has my liver, and I have picked <laughs> up a new bit of baggage. Emma
3: Friedman! Oh, I'm so glad to be here with you, Gussie, in Los Angeles, City of Angels, um... Sounds like you had a great time in Vegas. i said sad I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but I am not nearly as hungover as you are, so Well, we nice only even drank, to be yeah, perfectly honest
2: with you. It wasn't that kind of trip. But, jeez, a lot of work, a lot of stars to catch up with, a lot of celebrity spotting. Oh, um, my
3: God. Are you still, like, everyone in elevators yeah, and, like, just walking the, down the street? Went to
2: the gym with Justin Bieber and um, Joe left? Jonas. 2.5 kilos each <laughs> hand. And sweats.
3: That's that's, lighter than me. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: But we are in LA this week. uh, We're going to be bringing kind of the aftermath of the stars because all of them flew in for the occasion, but then most of them hang out and live in LA. So we're going to be catching up with them this week. And
3: a couple of big events happening this week as well. And tonight specifically, we're going to go back to Vegas for you Mm -hmm. because you had to impress David Copperfield with your magic trick. And I can't wait to find out how it went. Yeah.
2: I couldn't play it last night on the show because I need your reaction because you're the one who dared me to do it. I think you're going to be impressed with that. David Copperfield wasn't, but you might be. Okay,
3: hey, well, it doesn't take much to impress me, so...
2: Uh, let's get into the guy who owns L.A. when it comes to billboards. He's got residence, and it must be 15 nightclubs. He's the trending one artist right now on Twitter, on the hashtag Hit30. Is of course, Calvin Harris and Rihanna. This is what you came for on the Hit30, live from L.A.
1: The Hit30s, does it only happen at the movies? Your enemy is not what you expect. Show me the my- My mom always said life was like a box it's you never know what you're going to get. The one chooses the wizard, Mister Potter.
3: Does it only happen in the movies? Where we ask you, can a crazy situation that's featured in a film ever happen in a real life?
2: Yeah, this one is close to home because it's only four hours' drive away. We are currently in Los Angeles, but for the last weekend for the Billboard Music Awards, we've been in Vegas and we've driven past all the little white chapels.
3: So today's scenario comes from a movie that we all know and love, The Hangover.
2: Congratulations, Stu, you got married This this can't be happening Oh, God
0: Stu, it's okay, look, shit happens This never happened Hey, what's all that? The high roller packers, it's what you guys ordered I have coffee mugs What? You have baseball caps, huh? And fancy calendars, all with pictures of Stu and Jade I think Jade? Yeah, she's a beautiful man Clean, very tight. We made a major mistake last night. We need to get this marriage annulled immediately. You an almonds? Of course I do an almonds. I need both parties.
3: Have you ever gotten married to a stranger in Vegas.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, none of my friends, I've got no personal stories or connections to this. Like, I, none of my auntie's friends. I've never heard it around Christmas tables of it happening. I have seen an, also an Ashton Kutcher film with Cameron Diaz, What Happens in oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was another yeah. example, but never heard it in real life.
3: The situations that we've already had in this segment that we do every single week. You know, the Titanic crashing into the iceberg. We had a call on that. Mm-hmm. Didn't get a call from when we had Castaway as the option one week. Uh, have you stayed on an island or been stranded? on one for over 30 days. That was like when we were pumping our fists, so to speak, going, yay, we've broken this. Do you think we'll get one today?
2: I hope so. I actually want to get calls. And the reason is because I want to know how it's gone. You know, because organized marriages happen in some religions and some people say they're more successful than the normal marriage and divorce rates are through the roof.
3: Yeah, but this is just alcohol written all over it. I
2: know, but maybe they find true (laughs) love. There's so many questions. I mean, in the movie, he married Heather Graham. What a babe.
3: Then she turned out to be a complete weirdo, though, right? But what a babe!
2: <laughs> Burning 60, like the hangover. Have you or do you know somebody who's been married in Vegas to someone they just met? We'll take your calls after Dua Lipa. The
0: hit 30s. Does it only happen at the movies? Your enemy is not what you expect.
1: Show me to my... My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. The one who chooses the wizard, mister.
3: Does It Only Happen in the Movies, a very appropriate segment to be doing since we are in Hollywood all of this week, where we ask you, can a crazy situation that's featured in a film ever happen in real life?
2: Now, this one comes from The Hangover. Congratulations, Stu, you got married. This, this can't be happening. Oh, God. <laughs> Stu, it's okay.
0: Look, shit happens. This never happened. Hey, what's all that? The no, high roller packers. It's what you guys ordered. I have coffee mugs. What? You have baseball caps, huh? And fancy calendars, all with pictures of Stu and Jade. And Jade? Yeah, she's a beautiful man. Clean, very tight. We made a major mistake last night. We need to get this marriage annulled immediately. You an almonds? Of course I do an almonds. I need both parties.
3: So, have you ever gotten married to someone you don't know in Vegas?
2: Yeah, someone you just met. And this
3: the thing is there's
2: so many chapels, and they're right next to the strip. They know that people go oh my god, it's either a tattoo or let's get married. And there's so many hormones are going crazy well, in those alcohol, nightclubs yeah. and there's so much alcohol you can yeah. drink wherever you want and there's so many different options
3: there
1: has
2: to be someone Surely. on 13, 10, 60 who was married in Vegas and I've got a whole bunch of questions
3: Brie in Adelaide have you been married to someone you never knew when you went to Vegas
1: Oh, my gosh, guys. Good story. So, we were... I was at a pool party. One of the standard pool parties met this guy. He was British. He was really hot. Thought, you know, got chatting, had a bit of a patch and then got onto the topic of dual citizenships and how great it is when you marry someone and you get to... And you get to get all the advantages of um, travel and moving elsewhere and then having kids who just get mm. to travel the world. And then he was, he was British, so we, the whole Euro thing was there. And then we just got absolutely blind on human-sized slushies and then did yeah. it. Like, why not? Because, like... Hang it's on, hard so to get are you easy still easy. married? No, not anymore. It didn't like the next day <laughs> I mean, we kind of had to figure it out. We like it, there was a bit of backpedaling, but you know, there's still the pipe dream of a Brit. So I'll put it out there if there's anyone, um, you know, listening. Oh, no, raise like, up for um, another down one. Down yeah. Angus is available. Is that yeah,
2: I got a British passport. <laughs> um, we did walk past the Wet Republic um, nightclub or day club going on in the pool. I'm probably sure that's the one oh, where you consumed your slushies.
1: That's a yeah, really
2: intense conversation to get onto children yes. and talking about dual citizenship around there. I mean the I conversations mean, we heard were, what are you doing next? Sorry, where are we are we all going? Is everybody what? going? Let's oh, all go. Surprising. I'll <laughs> share <surprising>. your towel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, an accent can lead you in any direction, really. And if you're being wooed, you're being wooed. Like, what was I meant lead to Leading in the
2: direction of the Little White Chapel. Well, um, oh, well, yeah. I
1: mean,
3: I mean, it was probably likely that we would get a call. But, I mean, mm. I love uh, Bree's logical thinking here. Yeah,
2: what about your parents? Did you, how, how did you tell your parents you got married in Vegas? They don't know, guys. Oh. They, they don't know. am guessing they know. The okay, we'll keep oh, that one wow. on a
3: secret now, too. Yeah. yeah. No, Bree. Well, it apparently doesn't just happen in the movies, it happens in real life too. Yeah, and to Australians. Yep. Get around you
2: guys. Ready? Hello? We are Lucas Graham. Taylor
1: Swift. This is Rihanna. Hey guys, this is Selena Gomez. From the celeb world, it's Emma's Hit List.
3: the so, Hit List of the hottest music and entertainment stories from across the globe. And last night, you were at the Billboard Music Awards yeah. in Las Vegas, and we got a little taste of the new Fifth Harmony song. It's called All In My Head Flex, and it features Fetty Wap. <laughs> I like it. I reckon it's going to be bigger than work from home.
2: Yeah. I don't, there's a delay on why it's being released, though. So yeah, what's that about? I don't know. They're doing a final mix down. Oh, yeah, I, I believe
3: so. Link has been taken off the webnet too. Yeah. So. Well,
2: hopefully next week, New well, Fifth Harmony. Album Fingers is Quest. out
3: on Friday, that's 7.27, right. so go buy it. Uh, there are rumours of Adele jumping ship from her current record label to join Sony. And this like, probably doesn't seem like that big a deal or that interesting, but it's the price tag that's completely out of control. $180 million. Yeah. We don't know how many records that's for, but that's a lot of cash.
2: Let's say it's five albums, and remembering that Adele sold 6 million albums mm. on her la- latest offer, and she's also sold the, um, made the most money off her album sales recently. But the thing is, so that's how much money is Sony offering? $180 million. She still will make money off the album. She's she's also going to have a percentage. It's just Sony's going to get the back end. This is a huge deal. That'll be worth, honestly, half a billion dollars by the end of it.
3: Yeah, it's one of the most expensive deals in history. And, of course, last night she did debut the clip for her new song, To Your New Lover, um, at the billboards last night. We posted that at our Twitter, at the Hit 30. It's a good clip. I like the song a lot. Uh, And One Directioners, you will love this. One of the writers who worked with the boys on a lot of their big hits has spoken out about the next few musical projects for the boys, particularly Harry and Nile. This guy said, I've heard that Harry's stuff is supposed to be phenomenal and Niall is really gifted musically and is a great guitarist. So we've had bets on this. New music from both of those boys can't be too far away.
2: What is is that mean like Niall's no, going to go for a Slash-esque persona oh. then?
3: Maybe like a John Mayer kind of thing. Okay.
2: Yeah, good call. Yeah. <laughs> um, Billboard Awards. They did happen yesterday in Las Vegas. We were there and I actually took my sh- I took my jocks off uh, this morning. Sorry,
3: no, 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 no. I
2: took my jocks off and I found a red bit of ribbon from the performance. I had like oh, the confetti stuck DNC. in weird bo- parts of my
0: body. It was bizarre. This is David Copperfield. and As you know, I perform many amazing feats in my time, including vanishing the Statue of Liberty, walking through the Great Wall of China, making my audience disappear, and of course, flying. Let's go.
3: Last week when we found out that you were heading to Las Vegas on the weekend, I sent you a little bit of a challenge uh, in regards to David Copperfield.
2: Yeah, we had an interview booked with him. 10 minutes straight after his 7pm performance in between his 7 and 9 busy uh, man so busy two shows six nights a week I mean and the guy's got his whole face down half of the MGM it's a big deal he's earning the money
3: like that's no problem he owns an island
2: he's a billionaire yeah he's Um, a billionaire but he was great the show was fantastic Um, but I've been nervous. Probably the most nerve-wracking thing. I mean, we interviewed Pink, we've done Troy, we've got some big stars in the show, but I reckon I was most nervous about David Copperfield, to be honest. Well,
3: that was because I dared you to do a magic trick for the great man himself. Um, the initial one that you showed me was pretty shit. I'm not just going to let you do some standard boring chat because I think you should be able to present David Copperfield with some kind of magic trick. Be ent- for all of us to listen to. Then we brought in one of the real big guns magician, Adam Marta, to teach you something extraordinary.
0: We are going to do a card trick. We're going to run through the trick as if you were performing it there, and then after the trick, we'll break it on down. Oh I'm so
3: pumped to show David Copperfield
0: that. The secret to fooling any magician, because you're a non-magician, you're going to hit him where, where it's kind of not expected. Yeah. And the secret to fooling a magician, I'll reveal this to you guys now, is going to such extraordinary lengths, which you're going to be going to for one simple tiny trick that he can't imagine that you would have travelled all this way, gone to all of this length just to find a card.
2: So armed with my new magic kit and a brand new magic trick, I'd practised it on the 14 hour flight on producer Shadow Sister, I thought I was all set to show David Copperfield a once in a lifetime unbelievable magic trick.
3: There was a lot of practice that went into this because you were stuffing it up left, right and centre.
2: David Copperfield <laughs> Backstage In between his 7 and 9pm shows We were there I did the magic trick You're going to hear it next On the Hit 30 This is David
0: Copperfield As you know I perform many amazing feats In my time Including vanishing The Statue of Liberty Walking through The Great Wall of China Making my audience disappear And of course Flying Go Go, go.
3: So right now, you and I are sitting in our pajamas on a bed doing the radio show. Um, which it is, is four AM fun. here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's justified. <laughs> but when you're in Vegas, you got to fulfil a lifelong dream, Angus.
2: I'm such a fan of magic, and I have been for a long time. I just don't. I, I, I guess it's the fact that I will never find out how it's done because there's a magician's code that kills me because I like to know that kind. You'll of
3: stuff. Have to stuff. go to magician school. To yeah, figure.
2: won't get an entry into that either. Yeah. But David Copperfield is the grand illusionist. He's the guy who inspired Chris Angel, David Blaine, and Dynamo to do their thing and we got an email they found out that we were going to be in Vegas this weekend just gone for the Billboard Awards and they said that we could chat to him backstage after his show I've been nervous for a long time. You dared me. Yeah,
3: I had to make it even tougher for you because, you know, you're the king of dares. So Mm. why not get you to perform a magic trick for the greatest magician the world has ever seen?
2: Well, first of all, I had to warm him up with my wit and charm. Oh, yeah. We've just seen David Copperfield's performance. I I won't give away much, but let's just say a massive 1970s Buick rocked up on stage. And we were four metres from it. I don't know where it came from.
3: Did it vanish?
2: Yeah, no, it appeared and then got taken away by staff <laughs> <laughs> then a spaceship came out of nowhere a dinosaur the place is ridiculous um, you, the, the show was great and this is the moment we caught up with David Copperfield after the performance
0: David Copperfield so that's me unbelievable did you like the show I did what was your favourite thing in the show
2: uh, I thought Blue was pretty cool. I thought the robotics, I enjoy, or uh, the real character that is Blue, I should say. It probably what
0: is real, I don't know. Yeah, of yeah. course.
2: Uh, I like the simple stuff. I like the stuff that I think that I could do, but I could never do. I bet you can if you practice. Wow. We
0: believe in you, right? We believe in you?
2: Yeah, you might be the only one in this room. My producers aren't really that savvy with me. <laughs> For you, these tricks were incredible, they're imaginative. Where does the imagination make up a new idea? It's,
0: it's like if you ask a singer, you know, a songwriter, where it comes from. You know, the, the story about the alien is about my father, you know, my father. I didn't get the chance to say goodbye to him at the end. He was stationed in Roswell. We didn't know that he was stationed in Roswell. That's wow. for real. So that became this big story with an alien, a big spaceship, and all that stuff which you got to watch. Uh, a lot of, each, each illusion comes from something that's very honest and very real. So it's, uh, it, you know, it communicates something because of that.
2: Thank you so much for the great seats. We were front row, and I'm like, great, I'm going to stump David Copperfield, I'm <laughs> I'm going to see something that no one else in the back does. I tried my hardest. (laughs) I genuinely did. I'm not just saying I was like, let me see something. I didn't get it. For you being a master illusionist, do you watch other magicians and go, I know how you did it? Do you sometimes get...
0: I, like, I, I enjoy you sitting back and trying to relax. And then, unfortunately, your brain triggers in and then you decipher what happens. You know, we've tried to invent many, mag- many pieces of magic, new principles in the show. And you see the dinosaur, that's a brand new principle. Magicians are fooled by that because after a while they finally figure it out. But yeah. they know then the complexity of doing things with emails and with, with wristbands in the audience and yeah. using uh, social media and magic is a brand new thing. Where the magic happens to the entire audience, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. You know, and you can actually amaze not only uh, the public, but also people in my own business.
2: Do you have a protege? Someone who you're kind of training up? Someone I who... do, I do. Really? It's you. That's my thing, because... What a leading, Dave. I have got a magic trick that i bought brought all the
0: way over from Australia. Okay, I'm excited. You did stump me off camera saying that you did watch me practicing on YouTube. I did. I, I, I've been tweeting, watching your studio's tweets, and then yeah. I see you like do your things. I, I can't wait to see the final result.
3: Yeah, good chat, but that's not what I asked for. I asked for you to do a magic trick for mm. David Copperfield. It feels like you have not fulfilled that request.
0: Well, I
2: did. I performed a brand-new, never-before-seen trick to David Copperfield. I basically picked a card off his brain. Well, that's what he was thinking. Mm. Did I stuff up? I can tell you there were a lot of mistakes. (laughs) I'm just prefacing this before you hear it up next. I made a very vital mistake to the trick.
3: How many times have we practiced?
2: You'll hear it up next.
0: This is David Copperfield. Now, as you know, i perform performed many amazing feats in my time, including vanishing the Statue of Liberty, walking through the Great Wall of China, making my audience disappear, and of course,
3: flying. To the car. So you had your chat with David Copperfield. That was all fine and dandy when you were in Las Vegas, but then it came to crunch time and you had to perform your magic trick.
2: That's right. I had a magic trick that I've been pulling out of parties for years. It is uh, famous from Will Smith and Men in Black, where you makes a business card, magically appear from behind his hands, and to be honest, it's always given surprise and delight, but not up to your staff. In. Well,
3: it's David Copperfield mate. Like you can't just have surprise and delight for David Copperfield. It's got to be something a little bit more extraordinary than that.
2: So, in between bumping into Justin Bieber downstairs at the MGM Grand and chatting to Pink backstage at the Billboard Awards, we did have an interview with David Copperfield. And yes, I bought my magic bag, a brand new trick from Adam Mata and I think I impressed the big man. I've got a deck of cards here. Yes. But I want okay. you to pick a card, okay. Dave. And I'm. I shuffle
0: I shouldn't shuffle them anymore? You can do whatever way you can. I can? It. Yeah, I shuffle. Can shuffle them. Yeah, okay. 100%. I'm going to face this them way. way. Very nice.
2: Pick a card.
0: One card alone.
2: Yeah, and I want you to just show the camera so they know that I'm going to get camera? this right
0: or wrong. What do I do with that card?
2: I want you to put it back into the deck and give it a quick shuffle that you're confident I have no chance of knowing
0: where it is. <laughs> Breathing is good.
2: <laughs> OK. I am nervous, I'm gonna take this back. Please. Okay, so there's no marked cards, there's nothing like that. I
0: didn't check, but I'll take your word for it.
2: I'm gonna need my (laughs) cheat
0: sheet. Two reasons
2: why I I need it is because I I need to get the cuts right. I was meant to read it on the playing, but they had really good uh, selections. Okay. So, deck shuffle by David, you did that, you Mm -hmm. selected the card. Yes. Shift the camera, David
0: shuffles again.
1: All right.
2: About
0: 250 you'll get out of that.
2: I need you to confirm that you can still see it in the deck. Okay. So by scrolling through, don't obviously te- give me a tell.
0: Not yet, not yet. Not tell, I like that you know the terminology. Yeah. It's very nice. I'm a big fan of magic.
2: Okay. Did you see it at all in there? No. You didn't? No. That's because I'm terrible at my job. My sister. I'm losing a lot of cards. <laughs> Is this the most prolonged <laughs> the most magic trick yeah, you've seen? I've, to- I've
0: been known to do some prolonged ones myself. So. Is this? Have you seen it yet? Uh, Um Yes, I've seen it. Okay.
2: Well. All right. So now... It's my job to pick the card that David Copperfield chose. All
0: right, it's I'm, very ex- I'm still excited. I don't know how it's possible, Thank but I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like...
2: I think you've been very generous, David. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So I'm just going through. I'm just kind of basing it off the connection that we've made.
0: Well, don't start rumors.
2: Yeah. All right. I think I've chosen it. Okay.
0: Well, I've chosen it. You've found well, it, perhaps. Yeah. Correct. Okay. That's the right terminology. That's good. That's the card. All Whoosh. right. That's code for whatever it is.
2: Is that your card?
0: It is David he Copperfield. Nailed he nailed it.
2: Are you being nice?
0: Uh, no, tell i the truth. Was it the card? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Was that I'm it? I'm amazed. You're it's, the man.
2: I'm so happy that okay, you hey. liked it. That's all I've got.
0: You're moving in to Vegas. Right, I'm going
2: to Vegas. You know, it was either this or the thunder from down under, so I'm going to take this.
0: <laughs> Thunder's not bad. All
2: right. Thank you very much, David Copperfield.
0: Thank you. Well done. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. I'm honoured.
2: Thank you very much, Emma. And you should probably keep it down because we are in a hotel on Sunset no, Boulevard and it is past 4 a.m. Yeah, 4.30 in the
3: morning.
2: I know these people get up early to exercise in L.A., but not that early.
3: Well done, mate. You practiced that a lot and it did pay off.
2: There is a video. um <sighs> Actually, go watch the video
3: at the Hit 30. I'm going to be honest.
2: If it, he's he's so kind, he is so kind, and his words for radio make it seem like he's genuinely impressed, but his face tells a very different story. <laughs> so the audio you heard is a lot different to the visual medium that you can check out
3: oh, online. go and check out our Twitter at the Hit 30 right now to go and take a look at the
1: that. Hit 30. Woo!
3: So while you've been in Las Vegas, I got to LA yesterday and uh, producer Shadow Sister sent me along to the premiere of Alice Through the Looking Glass, which is the movie that features that brand new pink song. Yeah. Um, massive stars in the film. Yeah.
2: You were on that red carpet. Well, I was standing- well, Johnny Depp was yeah, there and Johnny Claire Depp
3: Dames. was there, um and Hathaway, I think oh, you mean. Wow. It, but Do any, I? Yeah. Jeez. uh Mia Gwoshakowska, who is an Australian, she plays Alice. Of course this is the follow up. It was amazing, it was like big people everywhere. Pink did a performance. Oh wow,
2: so who um, are you throwing Johnny Depp? You got Johnny Depp? Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow he's your return in the role. Look,
3: um... Uh, How long were you on the Red Carpet for? four hours. Oh, so you hours. probably got the whole
2: cast of the show.
3: Um... All I caught was my cab driver, Ron.
1: My little fetties, for some reason, is... I don't even know if it's a fetish. You have an ankle bracelet on, and I'm just all over you, like, white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even explain it. You know how it is, girl. Yeah, I know how yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: Hey, buddy, how you
0: doing? I got this Australian fox in the car. <laughs> 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 say hello, say hello. Oh. This is the chief. Yeah, he's
3: the chief. He's Hi my there. Chief. Look, I'm going to show you
0: his picture. This is him. Uh,
3: I'm good. Ron's uh, just driving me around, uh, taking me to where I need to go. This is him. Oh, hang on. He's He's a white Ron. He's got a picture of you. Oh, that's. But he's married. Okay, you're married. All right. (laughs) I'm going to pass you back to Ron.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She used to say, you know, you guys with big old piles of dough. Nobody could figure out why I was with her, because she, you know, black guys supposed to like women with big butts butts. Yeah. She had no butt, flat as a board. I'd be at her house. She'd be walking away, and I start laughing. Like, she'd say, "Don't be laughing at my butt." I'd say, "What butt?" Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: Ron sounds interesting, but Ron's not Johnny Depp.
3: No. Mate, this was the worst experience of my working life. Like, I was standing, side of the red carpet, we're all waiting there, and if you've ever been to one of these events, you get, like, placed. I'm bottom of the pecking order over here, so I'm the last media person. I'm standing there thinking I look all nice and that people are going to want to come and chat to this smiley Australian blonde girl. I got nothing. But to make it feel better... No one else got anything either. They were running so late, like three hours late for this premiere that they hardly did any media, but that's probably still no excuse. So
2: everyone thinks, for listening, you probably think red carpets are these exclusive, glamorous events, and there you were in four hours in hot Cali weather, Mm. sweating it out in a nice dress. You got nothing. I got nothing.
3: I made a new friend, Will.
2: Hi, Will. And Ron. (laughs) Ron seems like a great
3: character. Ron was quite the character.
1: This is the Hit 30.